Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Do we even have it? Do we even know what it is? Is it the most important awareness to have? A lot of people say yes. You know, I I would like to say that self-awareness is essential and at the core of ever achieving anything in your life, especially happiness, it is fundamental. And if you don't have it, you're going to constantly be so sad at where your life has gone and it's not going the way that you want. And oh my goodness, like it's everybody's fault but yours. But the truth is, once you have that self-awareness and you begin to find the success and then you begin to understand energy awareness, time awareness, and mind awareness, and then you combine all of those, you're going to be living in a place of ultra-awareness. And that, my friends, is where happiness is found. Welcome to Bill with Rob. Talking all things aware, talking all things awareness. You know, I mean, think about it. If you listen to this show, I like to think that that you're already pretty self-aware, right? If you're someone that's continually trying to optimize your life, get better and better, trying to evolve, achieve, set goals, be a better version of yourself, be happy. All of these things require you being self-aware and understanding the aspects of your reality that you are good at, that you need to improve, and ultimately that you need to stay completely away from in order to, you know, live the life that you want. And for me, you know, awareness itself is something that that grows over time, you know, and I obviously I speak a lot about continual evolution and the more you understand about yourself and the more you grow and evolve and the more knowledge you gain and the more specific it gets, the deeper it gets, the further you see, the deeper you see, all of these things change your sort of understanding of everything. But in recent times, I really began to understand the importance of of awareness. And, and for me, I wasn't always self-aware. I wasn't always self-aware. And I feel like I've been self-aware my whole life. And that's what's even worse. It, look, I, this is even worse. The, the non-self-aware person who thinks they're super self-aware. It's the bottom of the barrel. It's the bottom of the barrel. I don't even know what it is. Almost like a gerbil being on like a spinning wheel where like you keep going thinking like it's going to all work out for you. But you just keep ending up in the same place over and over and over again. And you just can't understand it because every time you get together with your friends and they try to like hint at self-awareness and you are like, God, it's so good to be self-aware. Here I am again. That, you know, I, I hate to say it. You know, wasn't exactly me, but but who I was for a long time, you know, and, and sometimes you need to be, you know, punched in the face to really understand how much you're not looking at yourself through the lens of a deeper reality, you know, and, and that's when when self-awareness is is more of an awakening to the truth of who you are rather than like having surface level understanding of the things around you and who you are, but still being hopeful in what you can become or who you already are uh, versus what you need to to learn or become to to tie to the identity that you already believe that you are. And, and, and that hit me uh, like a ton of bricks in 2012 when – 
you know, the private equity group, you know, did their diligence on me and essentially showed me how much about business I didn't know and how much of a business person I wasn't and how I didn't even understand how the traditional world of business even worked. And up until that point, up, up until the devastation of essentially being shown how little I understood about business, how I didn't uh, understand how to ultimately create value, and that I really was this super driven, like, marketing guy, right? Like, I wasn't, like, I didn't walk into those meetings talking about business through the lens of, like, hey... I know how to create content and big ideas and I, I know how to storytell and, and market products like, but I don't fully understand the business. I walk in there. I'm a business guy. I'm a real business guy. I'm not just like an athlete. I'm a real business guy. I've been starting businesses my whole life. Started my first business at 16. I'm a business guy that doesn't know anything about finances, operations, product development, supply chain, leadership. But I knew I do know how to make cool products and market. You know what I mean? I couldn't have seen that. That that was like this lack of awareness that I even had that was forced me to to embrace reality as Ray Dalio says. You know, like for the first time I really began to um, see myself for exactly who I was rather than who I thought I was, you know, and, and then began to understand if this is what you want to be, what are all the things that you need to learn to become that? And, and I think that's, that's like self-awareness right there. That is the beginning. That is truly the beginning. And, and there's so many people in, in my world that have that type of self-awareness that I had back then, where it is a limited view of yourself and really putting yourself in a, in a position that, that you weren't necessarily worthy of, but you didn't know any better. So you continued to claim it. I see a lot of people get stuck in that uh, and, and never – you know, approach life through the lens of like, how do I make my life better? What do I need to learn to become the person that I want to become rather than I am the person now uh, who I always thought I would be type of thing, you know? And, and for me at this level, you know, you, you, you just don't ever think <laughs> that you could ever possibly learn everything that you could possibly learn uh, on how to understand yourself better, get better, know the world better. Everything about you, you can continue to learn and get more and more aware of and have a deeper and deeper understanding. And in this journey, you know, for me, it, it went from, uh, you know, really developing deep self-awareness, right? Because it really starts with, you know, you know, taking a good look at yourself. And for me in that era, I took all these personality tests and different tests that gave me deeper insight to why I sort of uh, did the things that I did and the way that I felt about certain things and the way that I interacted with people. It gave me like a deeper understanding of, of who I was 
and and then I began to decide, okay, now I want to take this information and create a strategy and a plan uh, to become the person that I always thought I was. And, and that's what happened, right? And that's, that's the life design and the business design and integrate them together. Um, you know, start at the end on where you want to end up and build the, the plan backwards to get there. And along the way, this philosophy as a whole revealed itself to me as I began to implement trying to master myself. And, and of course, it starts with self-awareness. But as, as I began to really get specific with my overall strategy and, and what I was ultimately trying to achieve, which is just, you know, a harmonious, happy existence, you know, at the time it was just, I just want to be happy, you know, and, and, and that's when I first took a step into uh, becoming time aware. Right. And like, okay, like this is your life. What do you want to do with your life? Like, what do you want your days to look like? You know, what are the things that you want to do? What are the things you know you need to do to be healthy? Where do you, what are the things you enjoy doing? When do you get burnt out? It's like, it's like really beginning to understand time and becoming aware of your time and its value is then what I learned over the next, you know, four, five, six years. And then that's, you know, where you get all this incredible sort of insight to what it even means for you to be in a place of being consistently happy and, and finding joy and, and having energy and being and, and doing the things that you like and what do you not like doing. Time ends up being this great indicator of uh, what are the things that you even want to do. You know, and and shaping your time and getting control of the time and getting back in control of it is the first sort of step in becoming ultra aware, right? Because now you understand, like, if I decide to do this, it's not necessarily going to be affect me next week when I take the first meeting. I could decide to do something that affects me for two, three years, Right. It could affect four, five, six, seven different people that get involved. Right. It could it could end up, you know, pulling time away from these other things that I want to do. You just begin to look at it so much differently. When somebody asks you to do something, you look at it through the lens of like, how much time is it going to take? And do I want to trade that time? And it is an easy no. You know, they they will tell you successful people get really good at saying no. And to me, it's when you become time aware, you, it gets so easy to say no to things because when you begin to value all of your time at a really high level and somebody asks you to do something and then you just measure out how much time you got to, to, to give up for it and then you connect that back to like your overall goals and mission and it doesn't align with it, it's an easy no. You don't even think twice about it, you know? And so... Now, you know, the better I got at time design and now it was all about uh, becoming energy aware, right? Because it was, man, energy in, in that state, that energetic feeling, that's where I want to be all the time inside this time. And so now it's like you're just getting so uh, sensitive to how things make you feel. 
And, and again, that was along the journey of being introduced to the idea of qualitative data. But it's just like intuitively you you just begin to understand like how you're using that time and how it makes you feel, right? And so being energy aware is that great indicator of all of the things that you need to do to change in that particular moment. Because keep again, uh, you know, keep keep in mind when when you are assessing how something makes you feel energetically, you can only truly assess it in that moment. Like you can only truly assess energy in the present tense, you know, and you need to, to, to understand intuitively if something's draining you or you're exhausted, like where that is coming from. And, and be so aware that like, man, it is the fact that I'm trying to like get up two hours earlier instead of one hour earlier. It is like, hey, I changed my diet thinking this was going to be it, but I've been feeling exhausted. Like, I, oh, my, the way I design my time, but I'm going from thing to thing to thing and it's just draining me. It's just continually understanding and getting sensitive to like – how your energy is and everything that you do, the people that you're around, the, the, the things that you watch, the things that you read, all, all these different things, right? Like make up that ability to, to be aware of how it is affecting you energetically, right? And now you're, you're seeing, you're understanding all your time and constantly being aware of how you're using it. And then you're judging the efficacy of that time with, uh, the quality of energy and then seeing the people in your life, the things that you've chose to do, like all these different things that are affecting that, that you can actually change. That's now when you're on this deeper level of awareness. And then, you know, the, the great gatekeeper of your happiness is your mind. In, in being aware of what you are thinking at all times and, and, and how your mind reacts is, is like the third piece of ultra awareness, you know, in, in being able to have thoughts and then a step back and, and, and think about why did I have that thought? That, that is what happens like when when you begin to have like a deeper understanding and, and the feeling and the awareness of what you're doing, how it makes you feel. And then what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like, you know, is your mind balanced? Are you able to to land in the present state and and enjoy the moment or, you know, think about how you want to create a better future, right? Or, you know, are you constantly thinking in a negative place? Are you constantly planning from fear? You know, like, what is your mind doing, right? Like, that is the, the next level of awareness that then now you begin to be aware of all aspects of your entire existence. Because keep in mind that what you think what you say, like all of these things come back to your decision making that goes on inside your head that m makes the decisions on how to make the changes, redesign your life, like enjoy the moment that you're in versus like take the time to be focusing on planning on the future or rectifying something that has happened in the past together now. 
Your energy awareness, your time awareness, and your mind awareness makes up that ultra awareness. And and this is like the beauty of what ultra awareness is. It is like you have a complete understanding of every single thing that is happening in your life and how it is affecting you at all times. And so what it allows you to do to begin begin to become sensitive to is how does everything integrate together as the whole and how does it affect all aspects of your existence? So what – how does staying up late two nights in a row affect a relationship that was already a little rocky at work, right? It's these different causes and effect inside the whole that you become incredibly aware of. You become uh, aware of your triggers, the same things that kind of drive you back to want to go into your bad habits, you know? For me, you know, my my pizza and wine triggers anytime I feel stuck. And today, now that I've just gotten to a place where I I really – Anytime something out of the ordinary happens that I it's funny to me when I get, you know, last week I had a I had a, a, a wine and pizza trigger. You know, I got I got caught up in this big deal and it man, it came to an impasse and I had to make a, a crazy decision to essentially reset. And all I wanted was pizza and beer. You know what I mean? Maybe not beer. All I wanted was pizza and wine. I was going all the way back to like 94 if I wanted pizza and beer. But I I got stuck in that trigger and I am and when I got triggered by it, boom, I I pop right above it. And and then assess it and think to myself like, "Man, how funny. Look at this. Look at look at look at how much this affected you. It put you on on one of your old triggers." You know, it's you know, I would get mad in a meeting. And then, man, I would immediately like stand out above it and be like, wow, look at what made you mad. Understand like this particular situation needs to be changed. Like you are now angry and you're, you hardly even ever get angry. Recently, I was, I got so, you know, absurd where I'm wanted to start tracking how often I get mad, how often I get mad. And, and I'm not saying, like, <laughs> look, look, you know, I'm telling you right now, I think that there's a world where I never get mad again. I really, I really, really do. And it's just as ridiculous as when I said, I don't, I think there's a world where I have no negative thoughts and I have just gotten to a place where virtually, uh, you know, almost no negative thoughts. And I realize, like when I get mad, when I'm like triggered to get angry, well, that's essentially a negative thought. And like I can catch the trigger before it happens and then soften it up before I react. And I told myself that you've got to develop that skill. And I flashed. I flashed like literally as I, I, as soon as I start, started to track, I'm going to start tracking how often I get mad. I like two days later, I flashed like something happened on ridiculousness. Like, you know, I'm in my rhythm and, you know, someone like interrupted me without like, you know, in sort of an abrupt fashion. And I, I just snapped, snapped. And then I, and this is how crazy it was. I swear to God, I snapped 
And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. As soon as I finished the snap, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry about that. I'm a guy here that's like, you know, I'm trying to track how often I get mad. And I just, I just snapped. And that's not even a big deal. Like, you know, I don't like just next time, you know, kind of ease into it and, and don't just a- abruptly let me finish and then do it. But there's no reason for me to get that angry over it. But that is an example of like the depth of ultra awareness and you just continually trying to to create a better and better version of yourself and then you now uh, decide that you will be able to be aware of when you are angry and then you get angry and snap and instantly like whoa 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 you, you auto correct your snap because you can't even believe you allowed yourself to get there but it just shows that's the beginning of having the level of awareness to know that one day it is possible to have no negative thoughts and never get mad. And, and I saw this great clip with Sad Guru who was just basically saying, you know, I never get angry because I would never allow somebody to make me angry. I would never give anybody that level of control over me and and power over me. And and it's it's you know simple yet profound and it's a decision and something that you have to ultimately develop through understanding yourself at every level in a complete and total way. But I do believe there's a modern version of it. You don't got to grow a white beard. You know what I mean? Wear robes to not uh, have people affect you. It it is a practice of becoming self aware, then then time aware, energy aware, and mind aware, and have that ultra awareness where you can feel and understand every bit of you, and have control and intention in, in how you react to everything, and how you make decisions in your entire life as it all affects the whole regardless of whatever it is and i believe in you everyone that listens to this show i believe in you because you wouldn't have got all the way to the end here without some sort of like belief that you're making a better version of yourself on an ongoing basis uh and shoot if you're new to this show go back and listen to you know the last 30 episodes it was basically uh just like this but just some other thesis that connects to the whole that's just about making you uh, the best version of yourself because that's what we're all about down here. Appreciate all of you as always. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your plans nice and tight and keep the energy right so you can get it done. Until next time, see it, believe it, do it.